Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And we're here with Not the Pastor. We're going to finish up our conversation with Jude Buffington and talking about the sound console, the mixer. And so today in this episode, we're going to talk about how to determine the budget that you have for your mixing console, your new mixing console. And then Jude is going to talk to us for a while about mastering what you have. This is going to be a help to you if you're looking for a new uh, sound console, a new mixer. And so you definitely want to tune in to this episode. Okay. Uh, point number three. Is this part two now? Or are we in part two of the podcast? I, I think we are on part two of the podcast. Hey, we're just going to have a month of Jude Buffington. Hey, this is part two of the podcast. We're back with Not the Pastor. My name's Jude. Here's Nathan. Here's Thomas. We're back to Sound <laughs> Systems 101. <laughs> Is that a sad noise? I'm happy. <laughs> I figured this would be the last time you you let me be a part of this, so I wanted to have all the fun I could. Oh, no. Okay, uh, number three, determining the budget. So many times the budget is predetermined by an arbitrary number that nobody knows how they came up with that number, but it just sounds good. Yeah. Hey, I deal with that all the time. Hey, let's right. do this. We're giving you $5,000. Man, that is great to get us started, but how are we going to finish the project? Oh, no, <laughs> Jude, we're giving you $5,000 that were given to us. Yes. And now you're going to be a steward of those $5,000. Okay, great. But we get the project started. How do we finish it? Jude, you're not getting it. $5,000 total. Oh, okay. I see what we're, see what we're doing now. Okay. Yep. Uh, so a lot of people will determine the budget right off the bat saying we're, we're giving, we're going to spend X amount on X, Y, and Z. Okay. Notice that we didn't start off with a budget. Point one was define the need. Point two is analyze the options. Now point three is determine the budget. So once, once you now, once you now know what you need, now we can more, more wisely determine how much money we need to invest in the system. Okay? Yeah, no, it's good. With, with digital, I told you digital, to get into a decent digital console, you're going to be doubling the cost at least of the analog system. And, and you're also going to be doubling the, the aptitude that's needed to learn that new piece of equipment. So determine the budget. If, if you make the determination, hey, we're staying with analog and we have $500, but we really need $900 for the mixing console. Let me encourage you, listener, to wait upon the Lord for that extra $400 and buy it right the first time. Let's That's build huge. confidence. Let's build confidence in our, in our church ministry. Let's build confidence in, in the people we're working with saying, hey, we really want this. We really need this, but we don't have the money, and we're not going to settle for something less. We're going to wait. And we're going to save and we're going to get exactly what we need to help with the need of our sound system, which That's is good. communicate from the platform to the pew. So good. just just to make sure we're super clear on that, brother, I Jude, thought I you're, you're saying no, you you were. I just think it's, <laughs> it, it should be restated. <laughs> uh, I mean, preachers do that all the time, right? They yeah, they say the same thing three or four times. OK, so so it would be better to wait than to get something inferior. Sorry. I didn't mean to be disrespectful. <laughs> are, are you saying that instead of just buying whatever we want or, or whatever would make do, 
we should wait for what is best. Is that what we're saying? Thank I'm you for restating say. my restatement. <laughs> I'm could trying you repeat, to say something. Could you repeat yes. that restatement? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just zoned out. It's like, I don't know what they're talking about now. <laughs> you, you, you got you got to look at the, the picture as a whole. If your console went down, boom, it's down. It's done. We need something. Well, right. go to a pawn shop. Get on Craigslist. Um, sure. My wife's on Etsy. I don't know what Etsy is, but surely there's something there that you might be able to put in to make it work. Okay. Yeah. What is Etsy? Uh, it's it's more for like, oh, like jewelry. Made it. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of jewelry, a lot of like blanket. I mean, there's a lot of things. I I, I don't know. I can look it up real quick. No, uh, please don't. Oh. Etsy has some T-shirts that has some t-shirts oh you have not but the pastor t-shirts on us on etsy i do, we don't we don't but there are sound audio t-shirts um if you oh, want really that. yes but probably not a substitute for the mixer so no no no, no. So, <laughs> but you look snazzy back there hey, thank you <laughs> sorry i don't even know if my wife's gonna listen to this yeah she's no, probably okay. slugging me right now she's listening to it yeah okay so audience don't go to etsy to buy pro audio equipment okay let, let's do that so if you need to get something to, to put a Band-Aid on there, put the Band-Aid on. Get, get us back going again, but then look for the right decision with the right money. So, so determine your budget based upon your needs after you've analyzed all the options. Don't determine your budget up front and say, this is what we're doing. Now, now deal with it. Okay, so determine the budget based upon the needs of the system after you've analyzed the options. Again, in pro audio, it's well worth it to buy the name brands, to buy the brands that have been around a while that we know have a good track record that are going to do exactly what we need them to do. And then we're going to buy right the first time. And hopefully that's going to carry us through the next 10 years. Now, let's stop at that point. Digital consoles, we're seeing about 10 years, okay? About a 10-year reasonable use digital console is a computer with faders and knobs attached to it that's all it is so you think about how many times updates are pushed out for your cell phones oh yeah think yeah. about the updates and the service packs that are pushed out for your computers and your tvs and anything that has connectivity to the world wide web there's going to be a way to update it for some reason mixing consoles are the same way they push out, uh, okay, so with Alan and Heath, again, that's that's who I prefer. Alan and Heath usually pushes out a major update every year. That's going to be because maybe they found, a, they found a glitch. They found a problem. They found where it seized up. They want to add another feature. Okay, man, that's cool. They, they, they add more features. But every time they add stuff, it slows down the processing. Yeah. Our console used to take about 20 seconds to turn on five years ago. It's now almost a minute before it will boot up to both before we can start using it. Yeah. 60 seconds of just like, Ooh, I, yeah, I hope go get some coffee. I hope this computer turns on. Yep. So well, with brother Jude on top of that, the people put those auto updates on those kind of things. And it's like, Oh my goodness. Now our, our computer's done that twice where I had to go in and be like, what, why are we, why are we allowing us to update? 10 minutes before service starts. Like that's not, thank okay. you. <laughs> right. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm not on face group. Fa fa <laughs> we we are neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like Etsy than face group. Face yeah. yes. Facebook. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> you, you are my social presence. Thank you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
there there's there's facebook groups yes. of sound people and, yeah. and people send me pictures all the time post that oh they did an automatic update right in the middle of our church service our console went down and for two minutes we couldn't do anything and thomas you just did that it's like why are we allowing auto updates to happen to be on so audience if you have a mixing console that's digital that has the ability to have auto updates turn them off most of the time once you update your mixing console you can't go back to the, to the previous version now with alan and heath even though our console is hooked to our wi-fi network alan and heath has has done it to where you cannot do an auto update you have to go to a computer you have to load the new update on a drive and then put that thumb drive in the surface and then from there bring the update into the surface so alan and heath does not have at least with the SQ, the QUs, the uh, DLives, Avantis, uh, you cannot do auto updates. And it's a That's pain good. when you have to do an update. But when I hear all these horror stories and I see these pictures of auto updates in the middle of a church service, that's that's something that we can we can we can avoid really easy. Turn off the auto updates. Thomas, thank you. So de determining the budget, you pay for what you get. We're looking at about a 10-year shelf life with digital. Um, uh, now, with digital, we also need to realize that we need to have that on a battery backup because if we have high voltage, low voltage, if we have brownouts, if those are even popular anymore, if we, we, if we lose a phase and we have wacky voltage on our, on our line voltage coming into the building, let's say we have a power outage that goes off and then comes back on, your computer doesn't know what to do. And so it could go into a lockout. It may have to be turned off and turned back on. And now right in the middle, the heart of your service, you are now dealing with the, the interruption of a sound system that just went down. And now you got to turn everything off and then bring it back on and hope yeah. that it's going to work right. So spend the money to have good surge suppression, spend the money to have a good battery backup. Our battery backup on our console cost us $1,100. And we have to replace the wow. batteries every couple of years, but we can run our entire sound booth on our battery backup for 11 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and on our equalizers and on our horns, on our horn amps, I have those on battery backup. So in, in our auditorium, if we lose power for 11 minutes, we can still use the horns only, not the woofers. So the horns are the more the higher frequencies. We can use the horns only and the entire sound booth, sound booth to make announcements. To yeah. be able to get people safely in and out, or hey, uh, so life safety stuff. Exactly. Uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna wait here, and I'm gonna keep preaching. And if the power comes back on, great. Right. So when you're determining the budget, not only do you need to take into the cost of your mixing console, if you're going digital, really good surge suppression and a really good battery backup that's gonna produce a pure sine wave not a modified sine wave. Most of the PSs that we have with computers are modified sine waves. Those are harder on electronic equipment, especially when you have fan motors. So you want a pure sine wave. Okay. All right. Very good. I think it also makes just good sense if a power outage comes, lights click off for a second, click back on. And you mentioned your mixing console takes a full minute to restart. Yes. If that shuts down, and a minute doesn't sound like a long time until mm. you're sitting there Everybody's staring at each other going, well, what's, what's waiting so long? And you can see that, yeah, that's a long time to be for a four second power glitch to be in a spot where you now are waiting another minute to get things yes. back going. Yeah. That's a long time. And so we're talking about being able to have a conversation and present the word of God clearly and well. Battery backup is an easy way to make sure that that happens. Before we go to the final point, 
I want to jump back to kind of the budget and then analyze the options of point two. We we have the Queen of the Fleet, the Allen and Heath D Live. It's the S seven thousand again, twenty seven thousand uh, dollars five years wow. ago. We expected to get ten years out of that, no problem. Five years in, and this just happened at the time of this recording. It happened just uh, a month ago. It went down on us. We had to ship it off, and it cost us $1,200 to ship it off and get it repaired and bring it back. Plus, we rented another one. We had one brought it from Dallas so we could put a, another surface in, in place. So that rental bill was uh, $600, for two weeks. We just spent two grand on our mixing console right now two grand is going to get you into a really nice analog console okay really really nice it's going to pay almost half the bill for a really good mid-grade digital console when you look at two grand versus twenty-seven thousand, i mean that's not that much okay grand is not much when you look at twenty-seven thousand, but it didn't it didn't go down on on a convenient time it went down right before a wedding wow friday night so even though we have the queen of the fleet it's a computer. What went it, wrong with it? What, what just what uh, a bad circuit card? Wow. Yep. And apparently they had these problems early on. Uh, we were one of the first churches in America to get into this new platform with Allen and Heath on their D lives. So ours has sat in the same spot for five years, where they're finding these problems out on tour a year into it because you're on tour, you're constantly setting up, tearing down in trucks, moving around, yeah. rattling around. Yeah. Ours took a little bit longer to show up. Yeah. Wow. Because it would have been nice if they, you know, had a, you know, that? yeah, <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. Okay. Well, hallelujah. Anyway. So determining, determining the budget, you got to think about it's a computer. Yeah. And do, do we need to look at saying, Hey, we're going to have this for five years, seven years, 10 years. And then what happens when, when we need it to be serviced, we got to ship it off. It's going to cost money. And really they have to go back to the manufacturer. There's not too many service centers around there that are going to get into the electronics of it. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. Okay. Point number four is master what you have. Point one was define the need. Point two is analyze the options. We just labored on point three, determine the budget. Point four, master what you have. Master what you have right now. Master what you get in the next week, the next month, the next year. Right. Always be a student of learning. Don't quit learning. Don't ever get to the point where like, that's good enough for us. That's good enough for this ministry. Mm. Again, the ears lead the eyes forward on our live stream. If we're doing overflows in our auditoriums, master what you have. Build confidence in the people, which are the members of the church that are Mm -hmm. sacrificially giving, investing into the gospel ministry of that church. Build confidence in them. Build confidence in the people that are going to be singing on the platform. Build confidence in the people that you work under. Most of the time, that's going to be the music director. If you're the sound tech, if you're in the media, same thing. If you're, do, if you're part of the camera crew, the live stream crew, master what you have. And then ultimately, as we, as we all minister under the under shepherd or pastor, build confidence in that pastor. Build mm-hmm. confidence in that pastor to where when that pastor is preaching and he's laboring and, and he's fighting the devil yeah. as he's preaching – and he can make eye contact with you in the sound booth, or he, he sees you, build the confidence that, that he knows when you, put your name in there, when you, when Jude Buffington is in the sound booth, it's going to be okay. It's going to be right. Mm. And that doesn't happen overnight. 
that doesn't happen after a week or a month. That takes years of being sure. dedicated to learning the craft of audio and never being satisfied with status quo. That's good. Point number four, master what you have. Billy Jude, that almost wow. brings us all the way back to what we first talked about yeah. when we got on in talking about defining the need. And very often the need is not a new this or a new that. The need is to get better at what you're currently working with. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I sure appreciate that. The what would what are some ways that we can invest in the a, a, I mean practice, of course, just being mindful when we're back there. What are some ways that we can master the the audio equipment that we already have? It's, obviously, we can go to Sound Buff on the what? YouTube. Yes, you can go sound to Sound Buff. No. Yes. Audio, buff. audio, audio. audio buff. Oh my goodness. We can go to audio buff. On, Edit sorry. that out. Yeah, that's awful. Are we'll you looking at, at Etsy right now? Yeah, I'm looking at Etsy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sound just, buff. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to go to audio buff on YouTube. And, oh, yeah. Audio buff. I've heard of that. Yeah. That's a good, um, okay. So, good. how do you master what you have? You, you, you master the fundamentals, the fundamentals of audio. The fundamentals. Why do we do what we do? Well, we're reproducing a communication process. I don't care wherever you're at, across pro audio, you're duplicating some sort of communication. You're helping person from point A, so all the people at point B can hear. They can feel it. They can be a part of it, whatever. So define the need, getting back to the fundamentals of audio. The right mic, the right volume, the right EQ, simply getting the microphone on and off at the right time. Yeah. That, that, that's so fundamental. It's so basic. But how many times do we miss that simple cue of turning the right mic on? We get distracted. We're watching yes. uh, Sunday Night Football on our iPhone when we should be paying what? attention to the church service. No. It better not be happening in my sound booth. Yeah, I'm done with football now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if, if you need to add that, edit that. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Unmuting the right microphone at the right time and then yeah. simply getting it muted when when they're done singing when they're done preaching the right volume don't have people like ah i can't hear whoa that's way too loud get it to where it encourages them to lead to have their ears lead their eyes forward the right eq don't have it too muffled don't have it too harsh and all at the right time that's good it's all been very helpful sure appreciate that jude so (laughs) I know that uh, you were very clear and I don't want to repeat what you already repeated and restated, oh, thank but, you. <laughs> but just one more time. So you're going to define the need, analyze the options, determine the budget, master what you, what you've got. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, any last bit of advice or encouragement that you would like to leave listeners with when it comes to choosing between digital and, and analog mixers? Uh, take take the time to watch watch the YouTube video. Uh, we're going to be diving deep into analog and digital, the pros and cons, the mindset behind each and and every different option, and then we're going to be doing uh, some um, reviews of all the different analog equipment and digital equipment that I put in and that I recommend. Over the next couple months, there's going to be a lot of content on the Audio Buff YouTube channel that's going to talk about analog and digital, and and I hope to help people be more educated mm. when they come to that point and make a decision of, is it time to go to digital? Yeah. What are the pros? What are the cons? Mm. Do we stay with analog? Is, mm. is that a dying art? Is that a dying horse? Or is that actually 
just marketed not as well. I'm mm. so the YouTube channels uh, or the YouTube channel on on these analog and digital uh, devices is going to be a great resource for a lot of people to see. Good, good, good. Well, thank you so much again. Th- this has been some uh, some very helpful information, and I, I'm very confident, Brother Jude, that these points will be uh, a resource for people for hopefully a long time to come when when it comes to choosing the right mixer. Thank you so much for the for yep. that input. Appreciate You're welcome. it. And, and you guys are doing a great job with your podcasts. I'm excited to listen to them. I love, oh, shucks. Yeah. Thanks. I, I love what uh, what you're trying to do and, and help people. I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing uh, on just a different platform. Yeah. Uh, and, yep. and I really think you, both of you deserve five stars each. I, I don't know how you each can get five stars, but, but I think that the audience right now needs to find out where those stars are located and not only hit one or two or three or four, but but smash that fifth star option That's and great. give Thomas and give Nathan five stars. Love, love wow. it. Your wow. your checks in the mail. Sure, appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. Warm, warm, warm fuzzies all around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the other hand, now you don't have to say that. Uh, no. On the other hand, our listeners should immediately go to YouTube and go to Audio Buff and hit the subscribe button and the bell. Hit and the, the bell. bell hit the bell so that we can make sure that you get all the updates every time Brother Jude gets a uh, new video on his YouTube channel. It was about a month ago that I finally learned where the bell was located. You did find the bell. That's good. (laughs) So glad that you found the bell. My wife had to help me find where the bell is. It's like, honey, can you get off Etsy and show me where the bell is, please? I I know I'm supposed to know this. I really am because I'm asking people. Get off face group, please. Come show me where the the bell is. I know a lot of people are switching away from from Facebook, so maybe I'll switch to face group. (laughs) Well, Brother Jude, if you ever do get Facebook, we we, we want you to subscribe to to Not the Pastor. We have a group there, a page, and we would love to have you as a premium member. I'd love to be one of your groupies. Yep. Yep. We want that to happen. Is that what they're called? Sure. Yeah, it works for me.